Welcome to the next episode of Audio Onset A with me, Aidy Stone. And me, Michael Withal. Uh, how are you doing, Michael? I'm doing very well, very well. It's a shame Matt can't be here. It is, it is, because we had uh, something very special planned for you, which uh, that'll unfortunately have to take a break till not next week, because uh, I'm at Jen's, but possibly the week after, hopefully the week after. It's th- it's a, a return of something. Um, not weird news, not top ten deaths or whatever. Not weird deaths. Not weird deaths. Not, not strange things in strange orifices. Yeah, unfortunately. But it's it's something that we had a lot of fun with before and we'll have a lot of fun with again. I was good, to be honest. I was good because I didn't think he'd go back to prison, Matt, after, <laughs> after, this, after last time. Yeah. I thought he'd stay out because, you know, we... we um, I suppose we didn't record the podcast. Matt was round last week because we were going to record a yeah, we Gloom record. podcast, yeah. um, you know, on parole. And it was my choice, though, not to record it because I thought, we don't really know what... Well, me and Mike don't really know what we're doing. We're not, we haven't played this game before. We've not... We can't just think up stories real quick of what's happening to these characters and that. And to be honest, the stories that we did tell didn't really sound that good. They didn't sound record-worthy. No, and a lot of mine was just um, people fucking dead children. Yeah. I'm not sure we would want that on the podcast. It was a clown, which is yeah. relevant, really, to the, the topic of this podcast. Which is it. We've, uh, we both went to see it, not at the same time. We did. We, we so. cuddled on the back row. <laughs> yeah, um, Distracting each other from the film, See, so we this, didn't actually watch it. So. This is this is like where you know it's not true because I cannot fucking sit in the back row of a film. I have to be in the middle of the I was cinema. Pretty much in the middle as well. I had a great view. Have uh, you? Yeah, I have to. I have to be in the middle. There. Did you what? <laughs> great view. Have you? Great view. At, at view. view. Which one did you go to? Which cinema? Uh, Beverly Parkway. And what's that? Well, I've never been to that one. What's it like? It's not bad, to be honest. Yeah. It, it's all right. It's the screens are not. Big, though. They're not that big at all. I thought they were going to be bigger, but they're not that big. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. The, the screens just... They were all right. It was all right. It was good. It was the comfy seats. Yeah. But um, it's not the best cinema, but it's not. It's definitely not the worst. Well, I went to view. I um, view in Hull is... Always reliable. Which one's the one in Princess King, pretty key, right. got you know got an amazing screen and amazing sound. So it's yeah. the one I would rather go to. So I think with the Parkway one, the only reason why I went there is because it was easiest to go to. To be fair, um, and it is actually cheaper. Well, I don't know how much was it at view. Five quid for one for adult. Yeah, fuck off. That's cheap as fuck. Yeah, because because Odeon's four twenty five now. So view and real. And now five quid for another one. To the Volcom Down in Brooklyn. Volcom Down, yeah. Fucking hell, well, the Parkway then was most expensive. Yeah, by far. Eight quid? Yeah. I was thinking that was fucking cheap. No. Not anymore. Fuck me. <laughs> I, th- I thought they were all like about a tenner now yeah. for, for one fucking Cineworld World ticket. Is. Yeah, well. Then, fuck you, Cineworld. Yeah, you Robin bastards. Cineworld, though. Um, Shite. Especially when last time me and Jen went to Cineworld and we were like, can we have a seat in the middle, please? So they put us fucking far right on the bottom. It's like, fuck off, you cunt. That's not middle, is it? So you watched it? We both watched it. Yeah, so we went to see it. Um, what did you think of it? Oh, fair enough. Wait, wait, wait. I did release a little 
mini review thing where I was just sort of rambling about it. But we, we'll get more in depth here now that there's two of us talking about it. So what did you think about it? I think I'll start off by saying, to my shame, even I've got it borrowed from AD, I hadn't the actually seen version, obviously. the 1990 miniseries um, <clears throat> before watching this film. So I kind of went into it not knowing what to expect. So you've still not seen him. the 1990 I haven't version. watched it yet. <laughs> right, okay. And strangely, with the exception of um, The Mist, mm. I don't believe I've seen any Stephen King adaptations. The Shining? I've not seen The Shining. Really? I've actually not seen The Shining. Fucking hell. I've never got it. Never had it. Um, There's loads though. How can you not see any of them? I just haven't. What's some other ones? Almost every film out there is a Stephen King adaptation now. Fuck me. Let me just go. I've not seen Misery. Right, okay. That, yeah, good film. Um, Kathy Bates. I've obviously, I've not seen The Shining. I've not seen the Dark Tower, new Dark Tower film. Yeah, fuck the new Dark Tower film. Um, I haven't seen it, but all I've heard is shite. I've not seen Salem's Lot. Salem's Lot's a good film. I've not seen Cujo. Cujo's shit. Um, Everyone loves Cujo, but it, no, I just, it's shit. The reason why I fucking don't like Cujo is because it starts off really, really well, like decent story and that, and then for about a whole hour and a half or whatever it is, it's just a fucking woman and child in a car screaming about a bastard dog. That's it. I've not seen Carrie. Um, I'm just keeping listening to you, Steve. I don't believe I've seen... I say with the exception of The Mist, I don't believe I've seen any Stephen King adaptations. I think that the... the re- Shawshank Redemption. I've seen that. Okay, I've seen that. <laughs> Stand By Me. No. Pet Cemetery. No. Maximum Overdrive. No. You've seen Creepshow, but that's not really an ad- adaptation. Yeah. I've seen Creepshow, but... The Green Mile. No, I actually haven't seen that. You haven't even seen Green Mile? I've not even seen The Green Mile. I'm sorry, people. I thought that would be one film that you would have seen and that you'd probably enjoy. No. I, I cried like a bitch at that film. I cried like a bitch. I've seen bits. And I know the outline of it. But okay, okay, I've seen The Shawshank Redemption then. Shawshank Redemption, right. So that's one. So The Mist and Shawshank Redemption. So two films altogether, right. Silver Bullet. No. 1408. No. Secret Window. No. Sleepwalkers. And what's Secret Window? Johnny Depp. I think I've seen that one. But it was shite, so that one don't count. Thinner. <laughs> no. The Dead Zone. No. Uh, Christine. No. Which is also directed by John Carpenter. No. Cat's Eye. Mm-mm. Needful Things. Mm-mm. Sometimes They Come Back. No. Desperation. No. Dolores Claiborne. No. Dreamcatcher. No. Firestarter. No. Dark Half. No. Running Man. Seen Running Man? No, I've seen Running Man. Arnie in it. No, I've not seen him. That's a. It's it's a bad film, but it's a good film. Apt Pupil. No, that's on Netflix. So watch it. The Mangler. No. Which is about a killer laundry machine. Yeah, that we spoke about. Well, the Mangler. I thought that was Toby Hooper. Yeah. Oh, what is based, yeah. st- based on Stephen yeah. King? No. Uh, story. The Night Flyer, which has the fabulous Miguel Guerra in it. I think it's Miguel Guerra that's in it. Can't be that fabulous if you. I can't remember. I think it is. You know, like in a camp where, like, fabulous, that kind of way. Yeah, uh, Miguel, Miguel Guerra, Miguel Ferrer. Fucking dickhead. Not him, me. He was no. in, he's in Twin Peaks. It's a good film. It's about a, a vampire that flies a plane, which is sort of redundant, but it's cool at the same time. Graveyard Shift. No. Hearts in Atlantis. No. Creepshow 2. No, I haven't seen Creepshow 2. Fuck's sake. Riding the Bullet. No. Tales from the Dark Side, the movie, which is technically Creepshow 3. No. Children of the Corn. 
No. The Lawnmower Man, even though really it's a very, very extremely loose adaptation that I wouldn't call an adaptation at all. No. <sighs> That's got um, Pierce Brosnan in it. Mm. It's not a bad film, though, to be honest. Diary of Ellen Rimbauer. I don't even know why I'm asking you about things like that, because you weren't even fucking heard of them films. The Rage, Carrie 2. No. A Good Marriage. No. I watched that not long ago. That's on Netflix as well. It's not actually a bad film. It's um, a family where it turns out like the the dad's a serial killer. Oh. Not a bad film. Oh, that reminds me. There's another Stephen King adaptation coming soon to Netflix. Um, but Gerald's Game. Gerald's Game. Gerald's Game. I think it's Gerald's Game. Awesome. Gerald's Game. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to repeat. Gerald's Game. Gerald's Game. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was Gerald's Game. It's a Gerald's Game. Yeah, Gerald's Game. Yeah, it's about um, a woman. Basically, a woman and a husband uh, go to a little like cabin place, and they're about to, like they're having sex and whatnot, and she's chained up to the bed, and then he has a heart attack. <laughs> or well, she accidentally kills him essentially. And he dies, and then she's chained up to the bed for, like, days. And there's wolves around and oh. loads of weird shit going on. Um, sometimes they come back. Have I already said that? Probably. It's a good I film. so. <laughs> it's a good film. Cell. No. Not The Cell with Jennifer Lopez. No. But Cell with John Cusack, which is yeah, fucking... It started off all right, but it was, you know, the ending ruined it completely. As if you haven't, there's more as well, but as if you haven't seen these fucking movies, Jesus Christ, you really haven't seen any, like, two films out of the million adaptations. The Mist was good. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Darabont uh, directed it. Uh, brilliant fucking director. I've not actually and watched the series yet. He changed the ending of uh, The Mist as well, to the book. What's the book ending? Uh, I can't really remember, but Stephen King even said after watching Darabont's version of the film, he said, I wish that I wrote that ending. It's a pretty grim ending. It Depressing. is grim ending. I think we'd spoke about it on one of our probably. pods or videos about horrible endings to things. Yeah, because Stephen King's endings are always shite, usually. Well, most of the, mostly shite. But, um... I've never really been intrigued by Stephen King. It's kind of one of... Being one of these authors, I've always just thought, well, it's probably a bit shit. So I just never... <laughs> I think it, Really it? got into him. I... I I know he's got obviously got like an awful lot of fans, and there is. Um, I would quite like to read like read it, but yeah, it's fucking again, it's, hard to get into. It's eleven hundred pages long. I just don't have time to be reading books of. The problem with Stephen King, he's a brilliant author, but when he's writing novels, I've probably said it before, but he describes every single little detail, like minute detail. Purple prose, I think that's what you call it. Maybe. I don't fucking know, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dickens, yeah, absolute shine. Where basically. it's ridiculous, and but then in his short stories, he just gets to the point. So it's like he is a decent author, but I just with his full length no- novels, it seems like he's sort of detailing every single little thing, just to sort of pad it out more. And then he gets to the end, and he can't write an ending for fucking shit. It, it's just so he does have some stupid long novels like it and the stand. The stand is fucking massive. I think the stand's bigger than it. Yeah. I think. Um, it's a fucking huge book. But yeah, going back to <gasps> what we were saying, um, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I really I. enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was one of those films where, the same with Lovely Molly, 
I watched it and I thought, yeah, it was all right. But then later on in the night, I was thinking about it and I thought, it's actually a lot better than what I thought it was when I watched it. I think it was pretty much sort of by the numbers horror and it was yeah. relatively predictable. But that, as, I, as I always say, like it doesn't often bother me if something's predictable as long as it's well executed. Yeah. And I felt that for the most part, it was well executed. Like there were things I think about the film that I didn't like and things that I think certain parts of the film. There was a lot of it that I didn't like. But yeah, me, me too. But then at the same time, I think that there was enough there that I liked that, you know, it really enjoyable. And I would rewatch and I'll probably buy it when it comes out. Oh, I'll, be, I'll be definitely be buying it when it's it comes definitely out. definitely a film I would definitely, like to rewatch. Um, you know, I'd even consider rewatching it at the cinema. A £5 a ticket. Have you? Yeah, £5 a <laughs> ticket. Yeah, I fucking would have known. But um, no, I, I would, I'd love to rewatch it again. Uh, just to pick up on the bits that we missed. My main problem with it, though, my main problem is very... It's a petty fucking problem. Because it's, it's nothing, really, when you think about it. But it just really fucking annoyed me. Every single time Pennywise ran towards the camera, Ooh. shaking like mad, I just thought, show it from a different fucking angle. Get him going crazy shaking and that, running towards a kid. It'll look funny, but if it's done well, it'll look fucking terrifying. You know, it's not a bad tactic, but to use it multiple times like they did. Exactly. I think that's that was... what annoyed me. If it was the once, fine. I think when he came out of the screen, that was a good way. Of... That was well done. It was well done, but the CGI sucked. Oh, it was awful. A lot of the CGI was awful. Yeah. Um, like the the woman who I just called the mama woman from the painting. Yeah, she, yeah. She looks like the fucking mama. Woman. Yeah. Seen well. I'd expect so, seeing as uh, Andy Muschietti directed Mama as well. But, um, yeah, I, I, that looked fucking terrible. Like, oh, it's like it was on the PS2. I was really hoping... <laughs> I was really hoping that um, with the CGI, I think that they looked more human. Yeah, which it didn't. And I, um... That's why I prefer, like, physical FX instead of fucking CGI. No, we also um, a, a girl that I sit next to at work. I won't mention her name, but she's um, I think she loves the original and she, and she loves yeah, and she loves <laughs> Tim Curry as well. And she, but she doesn't really want to go and see the new one. She quite easily freaked out. But she'd watched some clips on YouTube or read some things, and that's the first thing she said to me was, "That's some fucking awful CGI." Yeah, like, yeah. It, it, there is parts where you look at it and it detracts from what's going on, especially with the the mama woman or whatever you want to call her. Yeah, the pain, it kind the of pain, took yeah. away any... Sorry, spoilers, by the way, in this uh, conversation. Yeah. It kind of took away any element of... Not fear, because I don't believe it was scary, but even any sort of creepy element, because it did look pretty bad. It, yeah. It's... And they could have done it easily with practical effects. It just doesn't yeah. actually take... That's what I'm... Yeah, practical. Why did I say physical? For someone that's on screen for... I don't know, 20 seconds, probably less, yeah, not, really. not that long at all. You could do it with practical effects, and it would look... Oh, it would have looked a lot better. Um, it would have looked a hell of a lot better. Fucking hell, just stick a bit of makeup to a woman's face. And just make her face, like, elongated. There you go. Creepy as fuck. Already. It's all you need. Bit of makeup for something like that. You don't need shitty CGI. And that's... Oh, it just fucking annoyed Yeah, that, it really did annoy me. Um, I think one thing that I just liked, and I read it in your review as well, was some of Finn Wolfhard's one-liners. Yeah, fucking hell. It was which, mainly your mama, <laughs> jerks. Which, 
It's not a criticism of him as an actor at all, because I thought it was brilliant. No, no, it I, thought, I thought all the kids in the film no, was br- were brilliant. Fun. And that's definitely another plus point. Yeah. That the kids were brilliant. But Sophia Lillis, I think she's got a fucking she she's got places to go to go. She's going places, basically. She's she was fucking brilliant in that film, I think. Oh she was. And I think she <laughs> was um I, I was gonna say argue with the character that went through the most trauma but she kind of was emotionally especially with the things oh, yeah, with the, the, the impl- father implied rape and, and obviously on the novel it's a lot more explicit yeah. Well, explicit <laughs> yeah. Um, implied but, rape and beating her up and stuff like that yeah yeah and I think I think sort of her character was the most complex character in it and she did a brilliant job really Even, yeah, she you know, really did right from the beginning it, she was the most and I'll get on to that after we just after we speak about um, Finn's character yeah she was the most Richie. sort of thickly Drawn. What annoyed me about her, not her character per se, but something that happened to her. But um, yeah, but Finn Wolfhard's character, I've. It wasn't necessarily that I disliked again him as an actor. There was, there was nothing wrong with it, but a lot of the one-liners were be pretty, yeah, unpredictable. Yeah, not unpre- unpredictable. <coughs> predictable. Sorry. Predictable. Yeah, um, I knew what you meant. Yeah, dude, they weren't great timing, <coughs> but again, that's just something you would learn as an actor. Yeah, great, yeah, it wasn't great timing. That wasn't that wasn't Finn's fault. He's he was a, he's a kid. And there were just too fucking many of them as well. Way which, too many of them. That just didn't land. If there was a few at good times, I you know, I could have kind of got away or got past the fact that it was a bit annoying. But it was just pretty much every line the character had. And I know that was the character, but I just don't there was think no, he was written great. And for, there was, for many of the characters, there was no real character development. No, but I think it was less for him, in a way. I kind of liked him. Him and Stanley and Mike... There was practically no character development. It was the one with the real fat mum. That was Eddie. So I think Eddie was, <coughs> at least had that. There was some more development with Eddie as well. Yeah, there was Eddie, Bill, even Bill though was underutilized, and he was a main fucking character. But uh, Eddie, Bill, Ben, and Bev, obviously, yeah. they had the most character development. Yeah. The one thing though that pissed me off about Bev, not the character herself, like I said. Why did they make her the damsel in, in distress? Like I said, there's spoilers in this, so if you've not fucking stopped listening, it's your own fault. Why did they make her the damsel in distress at the end? Why? Yeah, because she was arguably the strongest character in the in the movie. In the whole fucking... Yeah, then in the, the kind of loser's club, she was the strongest character. <clears throat> She's overcome fucking abuse from her father and managed to fucking kill him. Yeah. Mental and clown. She's not scared of Pennywise anymore. And I guess, like, that's where, like... Because it's sort of a plot hole as to why Pennywise didn't just fucking eat her in the first place. But then I guess that's why. Because she wasn't scared of him. And if he does feed off the fears. Like, they just do sort of mention it, that he feeds off the fears and stuff. So fair enough. And she's not scared of him anymore. So I can understand why he just showed her the deadlights. And she started flirting, like the rest of the kids that were already all dead. But it just seems... Oh, were they all dead with the kids? Oh, they, yeah, they've all been... I wasn't sure if they were in a trance like she was and just... No, parts of them had been fucking eaten and they were all... Mm. Yeah, they were they were all dead already. Uh, I think it was like... I think Bev was the only one that wasn't dead purely because she wasn't scared. So Pennywise didn't feed on her. She, he, he just thought, I'm just going to fucking stop her, essentially. Yeah, well, I wasn't necessarily a big fan of what but they just, did to it, That pissed me off, though. We just been fucking kissing her and bringing her back it's like what are you doing no this is ridiculous she's 
if anything, it should have been the other fucking way around. It should have been, it should have been like Bill flirting or Eddie flirting or something like that, or even fucking Stanley because he was a little pansy that had fucking nothing to do in the whole film apart from be scared at the fucking mama. And the fat boy wouldn't have flirted. <laughs> even a, even a demonic presence. Hey, fat got, boy. Even a demonic presence couldn't have got him off the floor. Mm. So. Poor Ben. No, um, but yeah, I, I agree. I don't, I don't think it was the best direction for them to take hair camera. No, definitely. as you said, they could have used anyone really. It would have. Been, I think they should have mixed up the formula and made it one of the lads that flirted instead. Actually, that, was, that, was, that wasn't scared. Yeah, that wasn't scared of him anymore. If they, if they were going to do it the same way, I reckon they should have done it like that. It should have been one of the lads, and then. Um, but I suppose some people would argue that. It was to show her strength, and you know she wasn't necessarily damsel in distress because she'd already laid yeah. the seeds that beat him. But I do agree. I think that it's, yeah, it's still a thing of like, oh, she's flirting. Need a kiss to rescue her, like yeah, fucking exactly. Sleeping Beauty or some. Yeah, that's what annoyed me the most. Cliched shit. It's yeah. It was just fucking. Even if she just stayed like it until the end, until they fucking beat the shit out of him, and then he fucked off, and then she came to. Then fair enough, but just the whole kiss bringing her back that pissed me off. It's quite funny actually. I was talking to a girl at work about it, and she'd um, seen the scene where he's behind the balloons and they're all lifting up on the trailer. Pennywise, sorry, and it's oh, and he's, yeah, he's got them in his hand. Yeah, and she was like, "Oh, what happened in that in, scene?" In inverted triangle. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, one of the kids is you know one of his fears, I suppose, <laughs> is his illness in his body. Yeah, the, and he the sees leper. he sees leper, and then she was like, "What the cat?" <laughs> oh bless no. now that that leper as well this is this is what I found really funny the fact that Andy uh, Muschietti said the second film's going to be a lot darker than the first the first wasn't even that dark no. it, they, they took out a lot of the darkness from it to be honest it's like with the leper in the book it, I think it offers to like basically suck Eddie off in the film, it doesn't. It's just like Eddie. That's about it. But <laughs> do you think that was a good thing that they got rid of a lot of the darkness? No. I reckon they should have kept that fucking darkness in and made the film an eighteen, because it, with that darkness in it, that would have made it fucking creepier. I think scary. if they kept the orange scene in, it'd have been an eighteen. All right, yeah, fair enough. Like, yeah, get rid of stuff like that. Yeah, or getting one of the but, bullets to give the other one a hand job. But I think a lot no. of it. I think a lot of it, though, like, with the implied paedophilia of the town, like, it still had parts of it in there. But even with stuff like, like, with the leper and stuff like that, I think they should have kept it in purely because it's like Stephen King said, it is a coming-of-age story, and they need this thing to sort of bring them to be adults. They don't just need to be, like, not just, um fighting a clown. It needs to be more, like, personal shit to them and... Sex and stuff like that is fucking personal. So I think if people like like the leper and stuff like that did be like basically <laughs> offer Eddie for to fucking blow him and stuff stuff like that, I think that would have just given it that more creepy feel and seedy feel to it that it would have needed. I agree. I think that was a good thing about the nineteen ninety version. Tim Curry was seedy. He can play seedy characters perfectly. And I think that was one of the good things about the 1990 version. I agree. But I think for this one, weren't they? they were going for a more sort of mainstream approach. In they were going, yeah, they were going for more of a stand by me slash the Goonies with Pennywise attached. 
Without going for a full-blown horror film. Which, in some respects, like, I, I didn't have a big problem with. Like, I think that they got all the coming-of-age elements well. And they also sort of managed to sort of visualise... Oh, yeah, yeah, it was a great the coming of that, that, that the adults were... just needed more. You know, the shit that the adults were putting upon them. Mm. And I agree. And I, I also like the fact that it was... The town was... I don't know, really. The town was almost like a presence unto itself, like on It Follows, for example, yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think I, I would like to have seen certain elements expanded upon. Not necessarily lepers blowing kids, but... No, 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 I don't want... If that was the case, Timothy just, would be going <laughs> to be an extra, wouldn't he? All I mean is, like, just having, like, that offer in there, just as a throwaway comment Yeah. that, it, like, that the leper says. That's all I thought, like, I want, just... A throwaway comment just of seediness in there, just to make the film just a bit more creepy and eerie and weird. But because it's like you said, it's a, it's a fucking paint by numbers horror film. That's all it is. Like, well, like, well, coming of age film with horror attached. Oh, it was really fucking predictable. That was kind yeah. of and don't get me, like I'm. I would never class myself as a horror buff or anything like that. But I pretty much saw everything coming as it came. Yeah, I'm not being yeah. a kid in a leper's mouth or anything I just mean I, I saw <laughs> you know I, I saw everything yeah, as it yeah, happened and yeah. it was it was but that's not necessarily a bad thing if it was well done and for the most part it was well done I really didn't get the bit as well um, another bit that annoyed me <clears throat> you won't know because you don't know the, the book and you haven't seen the 1990 version but Henry he died possibly from going, from falling down the well. It appears that he died. He fell a fucking long way. But in the original, like the film and the book, he got arrested. He took the blame for the murders of the kids. And he got arrested. Oh. And he's been, he's, he was in prison like his whole life. And then when Pennywise comes back, he uses him again to then be like, kill them all. And it, I just, so I'm like, well, why are they killing him? And also his mates, obviously not the one that got killed in the sewer, but the other two, where the fuck have they disappeared to? You suddenly stop seeing them. Just out of nowhere, they just weren't on screen anymore. One question I've got actually about the film, yeah. is it that the adults can't see him or is it that they choose not to? They can't see him. So how in, how in the, when it goes to the future in the next film, when they're adults, do they see him? I think because... They survived Pennywise's right, attack. Okay. I think they've got like some just in them that where they can still see him. I wasn't but, sure if but, they couldn't see him or whether it was a case where the city was kind of ignoring the, it and protecting him. But the rest of the adults trying to protect him can't him. see him. I think it's because it's like he was he, Pennywise is essentially childhood fears all in one, and um, with the adults, with with the kids, with the losers club becoming adults, I think they've still got that childhood fear of. Pennywise, because they fought him, yeah. but, they, but they survived. So I think that they, I think that that's what makes them still be able to see him. But there's some bits about aliens in the novel as well. I think that was cool. yeah. He, well, Pennywise is an alien no. from another dimension, essentially, um, the macroverse, and his his enemy is a giant turtle floating through space. <laughs> that pretty much. I think we spoke about that before. Yeah, I had like this Pretty, much, pretty much created the universe. So the turtle is pretty much god. Oh. There, there are references to him actually throughout the film like with the uh, Lego turtle in in the film um, and then when they're swimming in the lake bit one of them says there's a turtle oh. but uh, other than that 
it's not really shown. Sure. Um, I suppose like I mean, elements like that wouldn't necessarily need to be explored, would they? And it's, yeah, it's weird to put in a film, and also it's one of those things where they can't really afford. They couldn't afford to do a lot of stuff like that. Um, they have said that there's going to be flashbacks in the second film, so that's good. So that that can sort of fill out the gaps of the, the weird bits and whatever else. But um, some of the scenes that I actually loved, some of the, the, the brutality of the scenes, like with the blood coming out of the sink yeah. in Bev's face and just fucking plastering the walls in blood. Yeah, it was much more of a strain, wasn't it, in the original one I've seen? Yeah. Some clips in the original one, like, I'm not, again, I've not seen the full thing. I, I will definitely watch it after watching yeah. the, the more recent version. And then with them, um, with their killing a father and stuff like that, I, I, I did enjoy it. But that, that's why I want more darkness in it, just because it's, it parts of it were dark, but I think the, the light parts of it were too light. And it, it sort of just made you forget about how dark the actual dark parts were. In a sense. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I think that um, it never struck me as a film that was a particularly scary or be no. particularly dark. And you see, even in some respect, you see more commercial and better commerce films go to much darker places than oh, that definitely. did. And that kind of... I'm glad it wasn't literally dark, though. That's one thing about fucking horror films that I get sick of now. Yeah. Literally just dark. Like it's a really filmed, pretty film. Filmed in the fucking darkness. It's a really pretty film as well. It's filmed in quite a pretty area. Oh, it looked and it really was, good. It looked good. It sounded good too. It was a great soundtrack. And Bill Skarsgård was fucking amazing as Pennywise, to be honest. Just the faces that he pulled. And I was going to say, was it better than Tim Curry? But I've seen your review that said it was. Yeah, I, I don't know. Because I loved Tim Curry's review. Uh, review. Uh, you know what I fucking mean. Jesus Christ. Mind fat. I loved... Tim it's Curry's portrayal, portrayal of Pennywise. Was it the girl that I sit next to at work? A huge Tim Curry fan. I'm a huge fan of it. And she had seen clips of Skarsgård and she said she felt that Tim Curry's version was a lot more endearing. Like, you'd be a lot more likely to go to him if you were a kid. Yeah, I think... A lot more likely than Skarsgård. I think than um, Tim Curry's portrayal itself was better than Skarsgård's, but the character of Pennywise that Tim Curry played wasn't as good as mm. Skarsgård's character, which was obviously more of the original book version, uh, where he was more scary and he wasn't as funny and like, come here, kids, let's have a laugh. He was more just like, come here, kids, let me rip your arm off. So what is it? Does the book ever say what... Is that his normal form is Pennywise's? Because he's not a, not a he just portrays a clown, doesn't he? Or like shapeshifts. Yeah, he's, he's like a giant spider. Oh. Like in the naughty naughty version, he's it's like a pregnant female spider. That's what oh. Pennywise actually is. Um, but it, it's obviously giant spiders don't really work on screen. No, like in the Nighty, be Marsh in the naughty 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 version. Well. Yeah, uh, the naughty naughty version though worked didn't work at all uh, That's the that was the problem with that with that ending it was I think everyone watched the film and then was like really a giant fucking spider is that it seriously but um, yeah it's just because he's just an alien I think that is basically his true form or her true form it's genderless yeah really but um, well because Tilda Swinton was linked with the role wasn't she when it was yeah yeah, yeah. she, she would have been good actually I think because she's fucking creepy. They don't really need to put makeup on her. 
she can just she can be really creepy without doing anything. Timothy would have been good at it, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, he would have just raped the children. Yeah. But um Yeah, I think no, I do think Skarsgård though was really good. And he, he did a good voice because it was well, I liked the voice. Jen didn't like the voice, but I did. I See, I think it was kind of cutesy and aggressive at the same time. Yeah, whereas that's what I liked. I always think that Curry's voice in it was a bit more goofy, which yeah, well, I like, didn't necessarily get on board with that as much as I did with the... Yeah, in in this new one, Skarsgård was more like... like He was like, hey, yeah, hi, how are you doing? Type of thing. But then all of a sudden he was just like, I'm going to kill you! And then, but in the original... Well, I say the original, in the 1990 version, it's like when I was say, like doing the beat, beat, Britchie, and hey, fat boy, that's all that, that's all that Tim Curry ever did. It was all, always just a, hey, fat boy, beep, beep, Richie. It was always just like, honk, honk, <laughs> type of clown. It wasn't, there wasn't really two different voices, whereas there was with the latest uh, Pennywise, which, similar to like uh, how Batman works in the animated series. When he's like Bruce Wayne to Batman with two different voices, it works, mm. and you can you can tell it's still the same character, but there's two different sides to him, and I think that actually works with uh, with Skarsgård's version of Pennywise. I did I did really enjoy it though. I thought thought the film was good. There was a lot of problems with it, and Skarsgård was great. Bev was great. Sophia Lillis. Um, all of the kids were great, but I just thought there's, there was a lot of problems, and I wish that it was actually longer. Because if it if it was even though it was already two and a half hours long, if it was actually a longer film, I think that they could have filled it out more with actual character development of people like Mike and um, Stanley. Because this is another spoiler for you. In the second film, Stanley is going to kill himself. Okay. If they keep it the way of the book and like the nineteen ninety yeah. version, uh, they found out that Pennywise has come back and Stanley slits his wrists in the bath. Oh. And uh, with the second film, if he does that, because of how underutilized and underused Stanley was in this first film, it'll have no emotional no, bearing. Hell yeah. People will just watch it and think, mm, "Which character was that again?" Oh, the Jewish one. Uh, can't really remember him. And that'll be it. And I think that was one of the main problems with, with this film. They, they didn't use the characters to the full potential. Just like there was a Turkan Jew. Turkan black guy. Yeah. Turkan fat kid. Yeah. Not really a Turkan fat kid. There was a yeah, Because he had more of a, a role than... than um... He had more than one role. <laughs> yeah. Nah, just it, the the underutilized the characters, and that's what annoyed me the most. It was a great, but it wasn't a great film. It was a good film, and there were great characters, but some of the characters were just pointless in being there. But then I suppose the films kind of have to pick and choose, don't they? Because even though it could be longer, then when you've got sort of getting above the hours of the film, you're starting to yeah. But look at the nineteen ninety version. That in altogether is three hours long. That I actually thought used the character used all of the characters quite well. I didn't think that there was a single one of them uh, being underused or underutilized at all. And the nineteen ninety version isn't really that good a movie. No, but that sort of focused on all of the characters, making them quite good, and they they put more personal fears into it, which is what I also wish happened with this one. And um, they really did miss a trick on. Like I mentioned in my review, 
on not having Hollywood horror movie monsters in it. Mm. Like with Freddy Krueger and stuff like that. This What Andy said was he thought it would be distracting to the audience to have Freddy Krueger or something show up. But to me, that wouldn't have been distracting. That would have been like, that is a fucking good idea. It's a film that's just come out of the cinema in 1989. When, like, obviously when the film's set. Yeah. There's going to be posters around, there's going to be adverts around everything for this film. Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5. These kids are going to be scared of it. Use it. Fucking use it. Is well, same? is that just because you're a fan of the film or you would like to... I hate that film. Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5. But you like the Frank I can hate that film. I love Freddy Krueger, yeah. I think... To be honest, I think even if it was a completely different film, different horror film that was 1989 like that, um, I'd have still been thinking the same because it, it would have been it would have been like use the fears, like use these films and stuff like that to to add on to the fears. Don't just use the same fear over and over and over again for the same character for each character. And I kind of thought that the, the painting one was a bit of a shit fear, really. Cause Very shit fear. Because that was just like something you, you might see every now and again. It's not like an ingrained fear that you would well, it's like, have, really, unless you spend a lot of time. I don't know. You don't get, like, the drowned children. You don't get uh, Ben's dad. I think it was Ben's dad, military guy. Mm. You don't get him appearing, like, floating above the water and stuff in a military uniform, fucking telling him that it's his fault and stuff. And then all of a sudden he's, like in the 1990 version, his military uniform slowly turning into a clown costume. Mm. Um, you don't get, like, anything other than... It's basically like they, they took some more of the book fears and then removed the 1990 fears for some reason instead of instead of using them again and making them better. And then didn't add more in. Instead, they just... It felt like there was m- something missing from the film. And a, See, lot, at least, a lot of it was, I think, because of the lack of different fear. I think best fear was obviously good. That's just like a fear of the body, isn't it? A fear of growing Bebs, up and yeah. image and female development and all that sort of shit. Yeah. Um, probably not shit, but... That was at <laughs> least a proper fear that kids of that age would go through. Yeah. In the same way that, it, to a certain extent... I think the the fear of say being ill is that's quite a reasonable fear as well, but um, I'm not sure that the fear of say that and the fear of the fucking what what was the fat boy scared of? Obviously the headless was it just there was one scene where he saw in the so the headless kid didn't he? yeah in the library with that headless guy and that was pretty much it. I think that was something to do with the military and stuff though because he was reading up about the history of Derry. Mm. Than that. Unless um, well, clear, wasn't it? And then, even that though, like, obviously Pennywise then did a hey fat boy like, line, but it was only literally a five second fucking thing. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what annoyed me the most. They didn't build up the tension in the scares, they didn't keep it really going, and they didn't use enough. They, like I said, they just, they just used the same one over and over again for each character. Like with. With the mama painting lady, I would have much preferred if it showed other things that Stanley was scared of instead of just hair. Yeah, me too. And um, like same with Bill, I would have preferred it 
fair enough, I get that it's personal with him with George, using Georgie against him, but I would have preferred it to be Georgie and other stuff. Yeah. Instead of only Georgie. And um I think Bev's scares like like with the, the bathroom bit and stuff like that. That was one of the better bits. But they even they could have used a bit more for air as well. There was there's just so much that the missing that they could have put in if it was just even half an hour longer. And I think it would have been a, a superior film to what it is now. Much superior film. And I think all of the raving probably would have been justified then about it. Whereas at the minute, even though it's a good film, I don't think the raving about it is justified. Yeah, like I've seen reviews that give it sort of between 9 and a 10. I think IGN gave it 9.3 or something. Yeah, it's not, I don't, it's not that good. It's a good film. But it's not that good. Probably, I would give it a solid seven, seven and yeah, a half. Solid seven, seven eight, eight, seven between, eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I said, I said eight, eight out of ten because that that because it did grow on me. I'd probably give it a seven, probably myself. Mm. But I think that um, I will be like yeah, like I said earlier. Sorry, I, I will be buying it, and I um, I'll buy it too. I'm really, really will hoping it. there will be some decent deleted scenes as well. But yeah, go on. No, I don't. I definitely buy it. It's a film that I do want to rewatch, and I think it was it was done well, and it was better than a lot of mainstream horror as yeah. well nowadays which oh, yeah. I think it, it's sort of like I'd seen before the film there was this trailer for Jigsaw and I thought oh I'd much rather be watching it? it than Jigsaw yeah. was there a trailer for that oh, no, there wasn't a trailer for that when I watched it but I think that for me there's um, it's, it's still better than a lot of there was a trailer for Mother I'm, I'm going to go and see Mother that looks fucking good because um, on Mondays my partner goes to, col- uh, goes to college and finishes at nine mm. so I've realised that going to the cinema uh, view is cheaper than getting the train to Beverly <laughs> so I'm going to go and see Mother because it's Darren mm. what's it called Darren Aronofsky yeah. I've, I'm a like his previous films the ones I've seen How, which ones which ones has he, has he done because he's done uh... he did Black Swan which is actually really good I know a lot of people probably don't agree with me for saying that but it was really no, but good I, I, like, I thought Black Swan was a pretty good film mm. oh, Requiem for a Dream of course yeah. fucking brilliant film um, Pie and then he's, he's done some weird films, weird looking films. Well, supposedly Mother's really bloody weird. Oh, I can the things that I've it, um, it looked weird. read about him. But yeah, I'm, it's on my list of films I'm going to watch in the next couple of weeks. But yeah, so the, it's, yeah it's out this week, good. I think. It's out at the end of this week. So, And then um, also there was a Flatliners uh, trailer before it, when we watched it, which is essentially a remake of... 1997's Flatliners. Is it a remake and a sequel though? It's weird, isn't it? Remake, sequel, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like a soft re- reboot. Um, that Evil Dead reboot. Yeah. <laughs> f- f- fucking 1990. Why the fuck did I think 97? That was way too late. Yeah, Flatliners in 1990. Because uh, um, Kiefer Sutherland's returning in it. Yeah. As one of the characters from the original film. But then at the same time, it's the same premise as the original film. So it is basically just a soft reboot where it's exactly the same film, but at the same time, just set however many years later, having been in the same universe. Uh, Other than that, though, they weren't... I think the only other trailers were just ones that didn't really interest... Oh, The Snowman. That looks quite good. I want to watch The Snowman. Um, Other than that, though, it was just shit that didn't really interest me so I thought well I'm not fucking bothered well if I do go and see Mother that could be the next week's 
review. Yeah, yeah de- well, definitely. Uh, yeah, if, if you do it, yeah, do a re- definitely do a review on it, man. Because I'd, I'd love to know what you think about it. Um, even Jen is interested in watching it because she thought it looked quite good. Did she enjoy it? And she, she did. But for the first time in a long time, I enjoyed a film at the cinema more than she did. Because usually I get really hyped up about films that I'm going to see. Evil Dead, um, Nightmare Elm Street remake, Scream 4, now It. I get really, really hyped up and I go see them and then I'll leave disappointed. I said about a month ago on the podcast, I think you'll fucking dislike it. Yeah. You're looking forward to it, but I think you'll come out and you'll be let down by it. Which yeah. I don't think you are, right? Oh, really. no, I'm not. No, I'm not disappointed by it. I did enjoy it. But Scream 4 and Nightmare on Elm Street remake and whatever the other film what I just mentioned was, I came out so disappointed. Uh, 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 the Evil Dead remake. Yeah. I came out so disappointed in those films. And Jen really... Not Nightmare on Elm Street. She hated that film. Did you hate the Absolutely Evil, Evil Dead reboot? I didn't hate it. I just didn't like it. I remember I when you didn't enjoy it. I remember that you both loved Mac, Mad Max Fury Road, didn't you? Yeah, fuck off. And you went to see that. That was a terrible film. <laughs> but um, yeah, normally though, Jen, like with Evil Dead and uh, Scream Four and stuff like that, she enjoyed them more than I did. But that's because I just get hyped up way too much, and I thought that's exactly what's going to happen with it. But luckily, I came out of it going. Yeah, it wasn't the best, but it was still a good film. So, uh, luckily, I still enjoyed it. Anyway, with that, uh, hopefully, uh, if Mike does go see Mother next week, he will review it. If not, hopefully there'll be a review somewhere, because, I, like I said, I'm not available next week. If I don't get to do a review, blame View and Odeon, because it'll mean that it's not on at a reasonable time for me to come <laughs> um. But also... I shall be on someone else's podcast next week, if all goes to plan. Uh, more details to come, basically, when it comes up to it. It's going to be interviewing the guy that was wanking over Matt. <laughs> That's what the podcast is. Yeah. I'm, I'm so not. why did you, why, why was you, was you touching yourself with Matt in the room? Um, and, did, and did it help you? Because I've got a suspicion that it did. Um, you've let us down tonight, Matt. I'll tell you that for a fact, son. <laughs> son. We were looking forward to... I want actually looking that far to because I had shit ideas. So you probably saved me from. <laughs> you probably saved I take that back. Thanks, Matt, for saving me yeah, from, a, saved from, a, from a shit round of yeah things. Nah, yeah, it is a shame that we couldn't do it, but I've actually enjoyed talking about it with you as well. So yeah, anyway, it's goodbye from me. It's hello from me. <laughs> Bye. <Bye-bye. laughs>